Hey everybody, this is Fred Ricciani with a special Car Side podcast on my way home. Figured I'd hop on, give you guys a SoundCloud podcast exclusive audio. A little bit on the releases that occurred on February 22nd, 2019. We're going to be going into Saturday, February 23rd, 2019. And some major news. If you wanted to see my initial reaction on all, all the things that went down this, this past Friday, especially you know, Bob Kraft and the New England Patriots being arrested for soliciting prostitution as part of a big sex trafficking ring. I mean, you can tune into youtube.com slash the sports courier or all our social media for that. But I want to talk about the releases that occurred. You see, it's been a while since Dedeby has had a mass release day. They used to have what they called like Black Friday, where they, they would release certain superstars, do some spring cleaning and Never a pleasant day when a superstar loses their job, or anybody loses their job for that matter. Uh, but, you, you know, over the years, I, I kind of feel like the roster has been kind of bloated, and they have a surplus of talent, and there do seem to be options out there for some guys, but the, that's the operative word. Some guys, some girls, not everybody. So, Hideo Tommy, officially released by WWE, Kenta, a.k.a. Kenta Kobayashi, he came into WWE in 2014 with a lot of fanfare. They promoted his signing in Japan. They even had Hulk Hogan endorse him. I'm sure Hulk Hogan's never even seen a Kenta match in his life. And he unfortunately bombed in his run. Got hurt when he was supposed to win the title in NXT. Couldn't adjust the style. Kept getting hurt. Looked like a shell of his former self. He has that scar in his, his arm from, from the shoulder surgery. It, it, it just was rough goings for him. I mean, he had some good matches in 205 Live. He had a really good NXT title match with Bobby Roode a, a couple years back. But other than that, man, he really just hasn't done much in WWE. It's cool he got to be on Raw a couple times. It's cool that he's tech, he technically did end up getting, get, getting called in the main roster, but it was really just 205 Live, which was that really mean. You know, it's cool he was in the video game several times and probably got some royalties from that. But for the most part, the guy was not a success in WWE, and I'd say, you know, a majority of it was just bad luck. The other part it was just not a good fit. I do genuinely believe that Paul Levesque Triple H tried to ingratiate him in a position to succeed. That being said, being on 205 Live, eh, that, 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 that's a purgatory for a lot of these guys. And the, there's news from what I understand via WrestleTalk that Noem Dar is actually going to be going to full-time status with NXT UK, meaning that he's no longer on 205 Live. Now, granted, Noam Dar's not like an amazing worker or anything. He's still a young guy. He still needs some seasoning, but that, that's interesting. Mustafa Ali moved up to the main roster. Noam Dar going to NXT UK. Are they bringing new guys in? Like, I mean, I know they're bringing new guys in like Kushida, like Trevor Lee, like ACH, who are reportedly coming in, but are they going to be stuck on 205 Live, or are they just going to be shifting them to NXT and maybe interchange them with NXT UK. That remains to be seen. I mean, if, if it were me, I'd kill the 205 Live division. If you want, maybe keep it as part of NXT, but most of the guys in NXT are, are smaller anyway. You know, just to make, raise the NXT titles importance. Raise the North American titles importance. Have the NXT championship or the North American championship, the UK championship, defended on, the, on these other shows. Now, you might be wondering, well, what do they put in place of 205 Live? I mean, they got a lot of women. You could have a women's wrestling show if you want. You know, you could do a, a recap show. You could bring back the WWE main event. I think the WWE main event's still a thing. Might be still a thing. I think Superstars was the one that disappeared. One of those shows. I mean, you could bring back something that's kind of like a preliminary show. Because let's face it, that's what 205 Live was for the most part. It was a it was a preliminary show. A lot of, and still is, a lot of great matches. 
the talent certainly isn't preliminary as far as like in the ring, but in terms of level of importance, in terms of how much the fans care about it, in terms of the priority for the company, uh, unfortunately, not so much. So, uh, you know, you get got. I mean, look at Mustafa Ali. I know he's hurt right now, but had that guy stayed in two hundred five live, he would have done. He wouldn't have done Doodle Squat this year. So I'm excited for Hideo Itami to eventually uh, go back to Japan, do his thing either for Pro Wrestling Noah, which I believe is under new ownership, his former home, or maybe do some stuff in New Japan or, or dabble in both. But I think Japan just fits his style more. Uh, I think the scene's a bit, certainly improved. And it'll be nice to see him actually do his thing and have some fire. I know he went back for a match recently in Noah. I, I saw some highlights on, on Twitter, and I just thought, man, is this the same guy that's been in 205 Live? He looks pretty different. So, hey, at least, at the very least, he ended his WWE run on a high note. Did his thing. Had some really great matches with Mustafa Ali. He had the fun Fatal 4-Way with Buddy Murphy and Akira Tozawa and those guys at Royal Rumble on the, on the pre-show. So, best wishes to Hideo Tommy. Ty Dillinger, also released. That's a guy who's had a weird career trajectory, right? Here's a dude that... I was in OVW, the original developmental territory for WWE, for, from like 06 to I think like 08 or something. I, he made a couple sporadic appearances. He, he, he was infamously an extra named Stan who got super kicked by HBK behind the, backstage, behind the scenes and, uh, at Cyber Sunday. Then he debuted on ECW and SmackDown as Gavin Spears. Then he got destroyed a couple times by The Big Show. Then he got released. Then I don't know what the hell he was doing. Probably some indies or something we never heard of. Then came back to DDB via FCW, the precursor to NXT. Then stayed in NXT for God knows how long, from 2013 to like 2016-17. Found the perfect 10 gimmick that, that, that made him a, a sort of star. Finally got called up. He was never supposed to get called up. Got in the mix briefly for the U.S. title with Baron Corbin AJ Styles. Got over to an extent as a nice prelim act. And... For whatever reason, Debbie didn't want to use him. He's a good veteran, solid work, fans like him, and they didn't want to use him. So he requested his release. He got it. Debbie's statement was short and sweet. They didn't even wish him the best of the future endeavors, which was kind of crazy. But uh, he's he's a free man now. And I wish him the very best because I, I think he, he can still be a, a stud. The, the Here's a problem that's working against him. One, he's been slotted as a prelim guy for years. Two... He is 38 years old, so the clock is ticking against him, but he is tight with Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes needs a, an opponent for All Elite Wrestling's Double or Nothing. Ty Dillinger might be available. I believe his 90-day no-compete expires prior to Double or Nothing, but you never know. Debbie may try to be petty and say, nope, you can't do it, and we still have your rights for this date or that date, so who knows? And then lastly, uh, well, two guys, actually, lastly, before I get out of here. TJP, TJ Perkins, the first WWE Cruiserweight Champion of the modern era. Had a great Cruiserweight Classic a couple years ago. But unfortunately, hasn't done much since. WWE did not do right by him. He, he turned out to be a really good heel at 205 Live when he, when he turned. He's had a lot of really good and great matches. I know a lot of people don't like his attitude. He's apparently a, a, a kind of weird guy in real life. I interviewed him. He was really nice with me. You know, spoke to him for over 40 minutes. That interview's in our archives on TSC. But he clearly rubbed people the wrong way. Uh, I don't think he did himself any favors with his Twitter activity, just kind of complaining. and Especially saying Ricochet and others were biting his style, copying his style. And yeah, he is released. 
which is not a good thing. And I don't know if that was a case of him asking for his release. I mean, maybe he was unintentionally. I don't know. Kind of funny. They released TJP, who was a great talent, but a, a pain in the ass. But they won't release Maria and Mike Kanellis, who reportedly wanted their release. Who, with all due respect to Mike Kanellis, is nowhere near as talented as TJP. Funny how that works, right? And then, lastly, Arn Anderson, the longtime WWE producer. Since 2001, since March 2001, he was part of the company after the company bought out WCW. And he's a WWE Hall of Famer. Of course, one of the legendary four horsemen. Also kind of one of the most underrated workers as far as the singles in the history of the business. And a guy who was very well-liked backstage, a mentor to many people, including a lot of the top guys and girls you see today at WWE TV. And he was let go. Now, some people are saying that maybe it's because he accepted a booking at StarCast, which is like the WrestleMania access for All Elite Wrestling. That could be the case. Or, and maybe that's part of it. Or two, maybe there's an incident that occurred that we don't know about that we'll find out about later because it's kind of weird that you release him just days before Ric Flair's 70th birthday celebration on Raw. Very bizarre. Very, very bizarre. Uh, Whatever the case may be, I wish them all the very best. I hope they'll land on their feet. And I'm curious to see what happens. Does Arn Anderson land in All Elite Wrestling as a producer? Does DJP land in All Elite Wrestling or go back to Japan or do something in Mexico? He's got a lot of ties to a lot of different promotions. Ty Dillinger. Master Cody Rhodes. Hideo Tommy, I think, is the only one we have kind of a clear path for. Japan makes the most sense, and uh, I think I think he'd be a lot happier there as he looked in his uh, recent Noah appearance. But, folks, I want to hear from you. What do you think about these WWE releases? What do you think about all the crazy news today in general? I mean, seriously, R. Kelly, 10 counts of sexual misconduct. And, and you know, I mean, this guy's been known to be a, an alleged pedophile for years. I don't want to say pedophile because then I'll, I'll get sued. I'll say alleged. You know, and it looks like he's finally going to face the music. Bob Kraft, soliciting prostitution, owner of the New England Patriots, Holy Doodle Squad. That massage parlor he solicits prostitution in, linked to a human sex trafficking ring, which is crazy. Just crazy. Crazy, chaotic news all around. And in lighter news, Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell, the Pit- or formerly now, I guess, of the Pittsburgh Steelers, or about to be formerly, are on the market. Antonio Brown via trade. Le'Veon Bell is a free, free agent. So we'll see what happens. But folks, I'd love to hear from you. Please feel free to subscribe to our podcast on soundcloud.com slash TSC News. Or just search my name, Frederick Chani, or TSC News on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn. Pretty much every major podcast platform you can think of, we're on there. Other than, I think, iHeartRadio because uh, they want they want to be pricks and not let us on there or, or something with SoundCloud. But whatever. We're pretty much everywhere. And whoops, that's my phone vibrating. I probably should have turned that off. But, oh, well, what the hell. And, of course, you can check us out on YouTube.com slash The Sports Courier. Don't forget to name notifications for all our latest uploads and live broadcasts. And you can also follow us on Twitter, at Sports Courier. On Instagram, at TSC News. And on Facebook, Facebook.com slash The Sports Courier. Pretty much if you want to find the Sports Courier podcast or weekly flagship podcast, you can find it pretty much everywhere. So check it out. Thanks so much for listening and hanging out with me in my car. I'm about to get some dinner right now because it's been a long day. Have a great weekend, folks.